Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. All right, rodeo is upon us. Starts today, Major Laser. Little EDM action for you folks. Uh, we're going to get you to, uh, to NRG to... See Major Laser coming up here on In the Loop Sports Radio 610, 11 and 1. So we're on the show, Hughley went off yesterday. I was I was in the whip, I was going home, and I heard Ron the Show Hughley kind of going off on uh the notion that the Texans can't sign two big name guys. Say their names, Say their names Ron. Say their names. Yeah, I, I I don't know who he was talking about. I think he might have been saying. I think I do. I think he might have been talking about Seth. <laughs> people are saying. Not sure, but I I enjoyed uh, the rant and I enjoyed the passion. Here was uh, part one, and we'll, and we'll start and pause. Here was start uh, part one of Ron Hughley uh, going off on the notion that the Texans can't sign two big names. I get the feel that there are some people who have maybe convinced themselves that hey, if they if they pay somebody twenty five. Hell, $30 million or 18 whatever million dollars. Like, now what are they going to do? How are they going to sign Nico? No, no, no. They can sign Mike Evans and sign Nico Collins if they want to. If they want to. If they want to do that. There is nothing that they can do in free agency. John Lopez has been trying to fight this fight. But, I mean, there is nothing that they can do that will stop them barring something crazy. Right? Like, we all don't believe they're going to sign... Mike Evans, Derrick Henry, Saquon Barkley, Justin Matabike, and Patrick Queen. Like, we know that they're not going to do all of that. You go two, hell, maybe even three. It's not going to prevent them. They've got four guys that make $10 million on this team. Four guys that make $10 million. They have nine on the total team that make more than five. Right now, going into next year, they've got nine guys that make more than $5 million. The top is 25 with Laramie Tunzel. The Kansas City Chiefs have seven guys, seven guys that make $10 million or more. They've got one who makes 58, <laughs> who makes more than the top three guys 
alone for the Texans. He makes more than Tuntle. He makes more than Titus Howard. He makes more than Shaq Mason combined. They got two other guys that make 25 plus. Kelsey is at the 15 range. They've got seven guys, and somehow they find a way to fit Nick Bolton on the on the roster. They find a way to, to keep Justin Reed, who makes $14 million, on their roster. And you know what else they're trying to do? And we're hearing they're going to bring back Chris Jones. Because <laughs> the numbers you just mentioned don't, didn't include Chris Jones. That doesn't Jones. include Chris Jones. No. They're going to bring back Chris Jones and Sneed is what we're hearing is that they're going to try to do that. But the Texans, again, have four guys who make $10 million. Who's the other team? When you say, all right, they've got a rookie. Because we've forgotten the thought of you have a rookie quarterback. This is what you're excited about. The San Francisco 49ers have a rookie quarterback. They have 10 guys that make over $10 million. 10! 10! 10! Currently, the Texans have four, the Chiefs have seven, and the 49ers have 10. That I mean, that just alone right there gives you a... Like, like, like yes, like they can go and make these, they can go and make these deals and fill out the roster. <laughs> How much did the Chiefs get? I don't want to get in here because this ticked me off last week. Remember people talking about punters and kickers. The Chiefs <laughs> kicker makes $5 million. People? Still on the team within this. <laughs> if those teams, and sometimes it feels like, Clint, that some Texans fans feel like Ooh. the Texans are operating in a different league than everybody else by the way they do things. Thank you. Dude, like, like that—that's that, that, my whole point. And and after listening to that and the discussions we've had, like I, I hope we don't get to a point in three, you know, let's say three years from now, where like, what were they doing? Why did they sit on that money? They're not gonna sit. What, according to some, they they you shouldn't be spending this money like this. Some people. Seth is so mad at you for for labeling him as someone who doesn't want to spend money. No, no, I get that, but but. I'm not saying that Seth does not want to spend money, but he's very adamant. Oh, and he, you know, he's I talking, think the yeah. roster thing he just needs to lose. I think that I think he just dug in a hole there. Ron just alluded like, to if, it. If we want to argue about where to spend money, that's fine. But but like the, going through the roster, like you're not going to fill a roster if you sign one of these top guys. I, I yeah. think that's I, I think that's where we're getting lost in translation. Yes, absolutely. The the, the roster that he's talking about that's vegetables when you go to the grocery store. You still gotta. You still want the main. You want. You want a, a, a ribeye because y'all you know? want to, Y'all y'all both want to spend money. Yes. So, but but if 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 listing the kicker and the swing tackle and all that is like an argument against you, you're arguing against yourself too. Yes, because that has nothing to do with the ribeye. Yes, that's filling out the roster, and it's that, not. That, you know, it's not a hard cap. You push it back like all that, and the cap went up. I was worried about show yesterday. I thought he was going to lose his voice. One, so, one more thing about about that first. We'll part, hear though. the most epic part of uh, yeah. of Ron's rant, and then we'll hear Seth. Yeah. He's got a message for you, buddy. Okay, sure. Yeah, he's got a message for you, buddy. <laughs> okay, but what he just referenced is what I've been talking about and talking about and talking about. You know, the Kansas City Chiefs have spent all this money, and he just laid it out. And they're still going to spend more money. They're still going to spend more money this offseason on big-time ticket items. Like, that's why I don't want to be looking back thinking, man, what did they do? Why did they sit on that money? Why didn't they take advantage when they could? And you're going to hear me say it again. They'll never have this chance again. 
They're never going to have this opportunity again. No, and it's it's obviously a little bit different, but the, but the money's there. And I want to make this clear. Mm-hmm. Seth Payne wants to spend money, too. Right. So let me make that clear. He wants it clear. He wants to spend money, too. Mm-hmm. Just like you, maybe just as much, just in different areas. Right. They'll fill a roster if they do that. <laughs> Here's part two of Ron Hughley's rant yesterday. My goodness, this guy was going off. I, I had I had to park out outside the garage and listen to the end of this one, and I was kind of <laughs> worried about it. This person just this person texted in, and they trying to be cute. It's silly. Since you're a resident resident capologist, now please tell me how we replace the following starters and still pay big money to two or three big price free agents. One at corner, linebacker, D tackle, running back. Don't count the kicker and punter because they're irrelevant. Don't forget the draft and debt players. Yeah, you have the draft. You have all those things. All right, listen, you want to say that because you, you're pulling a cop out capologist thing. You tell me how the damn San Francisco 49ers are able to, to afford Trent Williams. 31 million on a cap hit next year. Debo Samuel, 28 million on a cap hit next year. Eric Armstead, 28 million on a cap hit next year. Fred Warner, 24 million on a cap hit, hit next year. George Kittle, 21 million on a cap hit. 18 million for Traverius Ward. Javon Hargrave, 15. Nick Bosa, 14. Nick Bosa, by the way, is the highest paid player on their team. But somehow his cap hits only 14. Oh, my God, how the hell did they do that? <laughs> Who does that in the NFL? How are they able to pull that off? I don't know. And then here, it's not done. Christian McCaffrey hadn't gotten to him, 14 million. Brandon Ayuk, 14 million. Dre Greenlaw, a shade under 10. How in the hell are they able to do it with Brock Purdy on a rookie deal? But you can't. You said it. I'm talking too loud for some of y'all. <laughs> I can see some of you are 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 you are not, not well well ready for that type of intensity. I'm telling you, man. Like like if we com- combine with what we're we're talking about, what I've said, and what he's saying, it's just silly. It's just silly to think otherwise that you can't. Oh, you can't do this, and that's why they know the trigger word epitome. Like and and he referenced it there in a different way. But like, like they are in a different league. He's, I think he said that. Like, I don't. They're I don't not. think it's an epitome. I, I don't. I don't like. I. I don't. I don't think you want to buy. Uh, spend on Mike Evans, no matter what. No, but the f- idea of I don't oh, know. We Seth can't do doesn't that. Want to spend money? I just think somewhere along the line, this got lost in translation. Where if you, whether it's what Sean and Seth want to do, where let's let's say you sign Christian Wilkins and then you sign an edge guy or Patrick Queen. Yeah. Or you do what Lopez has thrown out there and say that you sign Saquon Barkley and Mike Evans. Your way is a lot cheaper and better for the long term. And you're and and yeah, yeah because it's it's probably shorter term deals. Yes, you're talking two three three year deals. Like with Mike Evans and Saquon Barkley, you're talking three year deals. If you're going to sign an edge guy or a D lineman, you're talking four or five year deals. No, that's that's just what it's going to be. Absolutely, they're not signing three year deals. Yeah, so. The roster thing is where I think it got lost in translation. Where we start, where where, where yeah. Sean Pendergast says he saw the light because of Dieter and special team. Angelo Ross. How about can we put Sean in the slime mob for <laughs> acting like he was surprised that an NFL player made a million dollars? Let's let I, I got to put Sean in the slime mob for that. Mister Ten Thousand Dollars. Oh no. This sounds like a slime ball nomination. Slime. Hey, let's hear this real quick. This is I, I gotta put Sean in the slime off for this one. This was 
<laughs> and the and the real enlightening thing was, yeah, mm-hmm. Sean Sean's contestant won in the slam. I think the other thing too, like the, like I'll tell you what, like an eye opening thing to me was the other day. It looked like a total non story, and ultimately it probably is as far as the season goes. But they re-signed a couple of their restricted free agents. The Texans did D'Angelo Ross for about a million. No way. And this Dieter Iceland guy a million for bucks? a couple million bucks. And like, okay. That's three million bucks right there. Like the Whoa. minimum salary for an NFL player is, is approaching a million dollars. Damn. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like each roster spot is going to be a minimum of a million bucks. I thought it was twenty five an hour. Yeah. That's for, that's slime off number one. We we got <laughs> We got to get past this. Let, now, now that we get past this, let's just let, let's let's get to where let's get to where you and Seth mm-hmm. are arguing about. The smart way to spend money, right? Let's 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 get there to where we're not listing players. Let's hear from the man himself, though. Landry Locker, John Lopez, Figgy Fee. We're less than an hour away from hearing D'Amico Rance. Haven't heard his voice in a long time. I'm looking forward to this. Yeah. But here was uh, Seth, number one, and he's calling your ass out. You and your fishing shirt can go <laughs> stick it. Somehow, there's a faction of people in Houston who think that the only avenue and route, if you care about the Texans winning, is to full force good put everything you have into signing Mike Evans and that's the only thing that's that's the test if you don't want Mike Evans then then you don't care about winning I don't get it I've got zero 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 issue with signing guys that I want like but it's just like somehow me wanting Patrick Queen and Christian Wilkins I that means that I don't care about the Texans winning it's only only if you like Mike Evans and only if you like Saquon Barkley only if you want to sign a running back who's been healthy in two out of his five damn years in the league. And only if you want to pay really good money to a, a guy I like a lot, Mike Evans, to add to a position that you are already strong at and you need to build from within. There are eight starters who need to be replaced right now. Uh, like, yeah, like you've got limited resources. I'm sorry to tell everybody. I'm sorry to explain that to everybody. Never said that. Uh, you know, that, and that's the number one thing. Uh, never, ever, 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 ever have I said ever, let me say one more time, ever, it's got to be Mike Evans. Uh, I do think the focus should be on the offense, uh, running back and wide receiver. And and free agency. And free agency. Yeah. Because we've talked about this today. We've talked about this, um, that, that, that at those, with CJ Stroud, you got to help him in any way you can. There are questions about longevity and durability and consistency because they've only done it for one year with Nico Collins and Tankdale. So I disagree with them, and that's a philosophy. But yeah. let's talk about let's what Let's just it, get away from the notion that you can't. neither one of y'all can fill a roster. Because let's just pretend y'all yes. both want to spend the right amount of money. But let's talk about... Or the same-ish amount of money. The Patrick Queen. Let, let, let me turn the tables on Seth here. All right? Because he <laughs> talked about Saquon and Mike Evans, which I never said, as I just mentioned. But he's mentioned multiple... But you said you could sign you both You could of them. sign Not both. Not that it's... I said you could. You have to. Yes. He mentioned multiple times now... Patrick Queen and Christian Wilkins. If he's want, if if he wanting to 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 spend that kind of money, he actually should be on my side with the offense because those contracts, as we just talked about, are going to be longer term, and it's going to actually affect and higher and higher, and it's going to actually affect you know what you're going to be doing. But with, it's with impact. The Derek but, but it's and, an impact. No, and, and if he's, I think y'all's argument should be about impact. When when you start listing, do you want to fill a roster? Yeah, that when that. Like saying that is why yeah. it is why there could be like some misunderstanding that he doesn't want to spend the, any money. The thing I agree on, yeah, uh, is we do have a philosophical di- difference. 
Like he says, defense is the priority. I say offense is the priority. Yes. That that that's a good argument. That that's a good argument. It's a good discussion. It's a good discussion. But if you're talking about spending wisely, yeah, the wise money is on the offensive side of the ball. Because those two guys are probably three year guys. Yeah, uh, yeah. Saquon, yeah. Saquon and Saquon Evans. And Saquon's way less, like less than half of what right. Queen or Wilkins. Like if is you want to bolster probably. the defense, cool. But buyer beware. Because those are going to be longer-term contracts, higher contracts, and it's going to affect the Stingleys and the Will Andersons, yes. et cetera. See, we're, I think we're I think we're getting somewhere here. <laughs> Don't you think we're kind of getting somewhere? Yeah, yeah. All right, let's hear it's the been final. about four days. Let's, <laughs> we're getting there. Let's hear the final. Let's hear the final part of the uh, of the uh, analysis from Seth Payne this morning. I've been in the damn league since 1997. I've seen it over and over and over and over again. You can't just go out and pluck everything you want off the shelf and have it turn out well in the end. Mm-hmm. Over aggressive spending, the bill does come due at some point. To me, I think the main difference between you and I and uh, for sure Lopez and I think probably probably Clint also is where we want to spend the money. Like I'd rather yes. spend the money on defense. Yeah. No, no, no. It, yeah, it's being characterized as that um, – like, my objection to the Mike Evans and Saquon Barkley is that I think it's stupid money. Mm-hmm. I think that's a stupid spend. I would love to spend more aggressively on the places where there are actually no human beings right now. That's a good call. Uh, that's where I'd love to spend yeah. aggressively. Yeah. I know Ron thinks that we can spend aggressively um, right up to the hill on every single position because there's nothing we can do that will hurt us in the future. But that's actually not the way it actually works. Yeah, look, um, I know he played the game. But aggressive spending, let me just reiterate, you're more aggressive if you spend that on defense. Like, you are. Like like he said, it comes back to bite you in the butt. It's true. The chances of that happening are higher if you do that on the defensive side with these guys. Of it coming back to bite yeah, you in the butt. Yeah, those are more prototypical right. bad free agency deals. Right, and that's why yeah. I, I don't understand. If you want to be smart money, it's offense. I, I don't know how you can compare the Saquon Barkley thing to anything else because the entire state of the running back position has changed so much in recent years yeah. to where, yes, like the concerns are still there, but the risk, I think, is lower. The impact is still the same. So, to me, like when you talk about I've been here since 97, 97 running backs were the highest paid guys in the league, right? Like they are, they were close to it, right? I think so. Yeah, I think they uh, were up there. So, like, right now with where the running back position is, like, when you're talking about the running backs, I think that has changed. I don't know that you can compare that to anything else. Mm-hmm. Mike Evans' situation is a little bit different, too, because you're talking about a one-of-one type of situation. But the Christian Wilkins, the Patrick Queen type of deals, no. those are the types of deals that you're pointing to and saying those don't work out. No. You go back to Albert Hainsworth. I think I think that's in Seth's time. I think he was playing back that way. Like, but, like, there's – there's a lot of examples of like you you pay this D tackle you pay this linebacker but the Saquon and Evans I think they're a little bit different uh, absolutely instead of comparing them to everything else let's go out to the combine let's talk to Cody Stutes he's live at the combine we'll hear from D'Amico Ryan's in 40 minutes but first who are we listening to right now Fig Major Laser oh my gosh oh, I've heard this y'all heard this yeah, yeah. Major Laser coming to the rodeo rodeo begins today caller number seven. 713-572-416. Caller 7, you're going to see Major Laser. Your next chance to win coming up at 1. Let's go live to the Combine next. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. 
Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All right, let's go to the NFL Combine. There's a strange development based on the dialogue that's been going on there. We'll hear from D'Amico Ryans in 35 minutes, but it might it might change our mindset about a certain position. Let's talk to Cody Stutes. He's out in Indy. Cody, you brought this up. The tight end position. You, you've talked to some coaches, GMs, and, and they kind of have you raising the, the eyebrows uh, when it comes to the state of the tight end position for the Texans. Yeah, so Jason Lipp, the Buccaneers general manager, was talking uh, to the Buccaneers media, and I just happened to be standing there listening to what he was saying, hoping for a Mike Evans update, and he just sort of volunteers that it's good that they added to the tight end position last year and worked around some of the deficiencies of this year's draft class because it's not the tightest, not the strongest tight end draft class. It's not anywhere near what last year's draft class is. And if you remember, because the draft class was so strong, a guy like Dalton Schultz was available for the Texans at a much bigger discount than many expected him to get from a contract standpoint. I don't think that's going to be the case with Schultz and other free agents this year because you don't have those young players to turn to in the draft to fill those roles like, say, the Lions did last year when they drafted Laporta or the Bills did last year when they drafted Kincaid. So the price for Dalton Schultz, he's already the best veteran tight end set to hit the market. But without a reinforcement from the uh, rookie class this year at the tight end spot, the veterans are going to reign supreme this offseason, it feels like. Yeah, and that's not necessarily – in fact, it's not a good thing because he's going to get multiple offers from multiple places. Yeah, I mean, you got if you're the Texans and, you know, Nick Casario is going to talk tomorrow, and that's really where, you know, you'll find out, hey, are, are you guys interested in using the franchise tag? What do you think of the franchise tag? I mean, Schultz is a franchise tag consideration type guy. It basically would double his salary. Yes, it's a fully guaranteed hit on the salary cap, but just because you tag him to keep him from free agency doesn't mean you couldn't keep negotiating a longer-term deal two, three years take care of Dalton Schultz, get him that guaranteed money spread out over two years, and then that sort of helps you adjust the cap hit. But the Texans really got to consider getting a deal done ahead of free agency or maybe even using the tag. I'll be interested to see what D'Amico Ryans and Nick Casario have to say about Schultz in the next couple of days, and certainly with Casario, about potentially using the franchise tag. We're live at the NFL Combine with Cody Stutes here on In the Loop Sports Radio 610. D'Amico Ryan speaking in 33 minutes. So one of the good things about the Combine is you kind of get to get the point of view from other squads, and you kind of get to localize it with the team you cover. What What's the most popular 
maybe opinion outside of CJ Stroud is good. Like what's the most popular opinion that you're getting from other NFL media types when it comes to the Texans and perhaps where they are heading into the, the offseason? The, the biggest thing talking to a bunch of different media people was that they were super impressed with the offense because they weren't super impressed with Nico Collins as sort of a top wide receiver. Two different people asked me, is he actually a number one? Can he be a number one? Can he stay a number one? And most of the conversation was, well, if I was running the Texans, I'd just go get Mike Evans or I'd go get a big-time wide receiver and add him to Nico Collins and Tank Dell, which I don't know that that's a, you know, a super prevalent thought amongst Texans fans. And I, I know you guys have discussed you know, how much a guy like Evans would cost. Obviously, T. Higgins is on the franchise tag now, so he's probably not an option. But the, the belief in – the wide receiver group that the Texans have right now is pretty low amongst people who, you know, cover other teams and just kind of observe the Texans from afar. And I'm a little bit higher on the Nico Collins tank Dell combination. I certainly want them to add to the room, but that was what jumped out to me was there's a lot of skepticism with the pass catchers in the Texans offense, you know, Dell getting injured last year and the Nico Collins, maybe not being able to repeat that top, uh, level performance that he put together this past year. So that's what stuck out to me talking to everybody else who doesn't come to Texas. Now, I want to ask you about this because it does tie in with the free agency stuff uh, as well. We can look at media people and experts, draft analysts, uh, all we want about what they think, where they think the position draft, uh, the position in this draft is, is strongest, uh, which position group. What are you picking up now as you're p- talking to people there? Where is this draft the strongest? I know receiver, but maybe outside of receiver. Well, it's it's one of those things where we can think back to the Titus Howard conversation. This is one of the strongest tackle drafts and offensive line drafts in, in recent years. I mean, just a couple of different general managers today talking have just gushed about the tackle depth. Daniel Jeremiah last week was talking about how there's five, maybe six guys that can find themselves in the first round with a bunch of them going in the top ten, which, hey, the Texans are set at tackle. They don't need an offensive tackle, but – you know, the, the, the positive outlook on that is if a bunch of tackles are going before pick 23, then a better player gets pushed down the board from that standpoint. John, you talked about wide receiver. That's a really deep position as well. And then I think the defensive line group is probably a little top-heavy. There's maybe not as many guys from the middle to late standpoint that teams would maybe trust right away, but a little top-heavy defensive line group. But the offensive tackle and the offensive line positions are where everybody's raving, it feels like, in this year's draft. Where are you at? Cody Stutes live from the <coughs> NFL Combine. Where are you at on the uh, Saquon Barkley thing? <laughs> so I'm in favor of Saquon Barkley. I, I'd prefer a bell cow type with compliments you know, cheaper compliments around him. The one thing I did notice talking to a bunch of different people uh, last night about Saquon Barkley and even people who worked in, in and around New York, they're shooting way lower than a lot of the contract projections on Saquon Barkley, and they're not necessarily believing the, you know, I think you've seen, all, if you go to Spot Rack, uh, 10 years or 10 million a year uh, for three years with, you know, 20-ish or so guaranteed. That, that A lot of people feel like the guarantees are going to be low and the commitment from a year standpoint is going to be lower than three years. I don't know that I totally buy that. Uh, I'm interested in Saquon Barkley and then having guys that can help and then maybe a competent guy should injuries pop up again for Saquon Barkley. But, again, 
well, the past three seasons, he's played more games than Christian McCaffrey has. So the injury concerns, they're a lot further away for Saquon Barkley than people remember him. I know he missed basically a whole season in 2020, but he's been playing a bunch over the past three seasons, so I'm not as worried about that. And it's not a super deep and talented running back class, so I don't know that you want to say bring back a middling veteran and invest a pick in a running back versus bring back one or, you know, go get one of these bigger veterans who's a bit more talented and then sort of backfill it with another veteran as well and maybe kick the young guy can down the road a couple of years from a running back standpoint. All right, so at the risk of bringing you into a discussion we've had for a couple of days now, uh, offense, defense, how the Texans spend free agent money this year. I'm going to ask D'Amico Ryans about if there's positions that he trusts veterans more versus positions that he trusts, you know, he, he would trust rookies more. I, I just, I don't love the, the, the depth at running back or where the running backs are kind of situated in most people's draft board opinion. So I would like for them to spend on the running back spot, but I feel like the majority of their investment is going to be in free agency, not only adding potential starters, you got a, you got an opening a defensive tackle, you got an opening a defensive end, got an opening a cornerback opposite, Derek Stingley, but adding some significant depth. I mean, Jimmy Ward dealt with injuries last year. Jalen Petrie wasn't very good. You need some depth at the safety spot. Derek Stingley's a guy that hasn't been healthy in the NFL in his time in, in the league. So depth at the cornerback spot. You've only got a handful of linebackers on the team. You need to go find some depth or some starters there. And I tend to lean towards starter money being primarily spent on the defense, but I would prioritize taking care of what is a gaping hole on the roster right now, which is the running back spot. All right. There you go. Stutes, we appreciate you. We'll talk to you throughout the week. Uh, enjoy the combine. Uh, do your thing with D'Amico, man. Yeah, we'll be listening. We'll be listening. Sounds good. There you go. Cody right. Stutes live from the NFL combine here on In the Loop on Sports Radio 610. The uh, the Saquon thing's going crazy right now. It's going nuts. Sean and Seth are uh, – what, what's Sean got, like a sword or something? He's got the sword. I just saw that. Uh, it's from that, uh, whatever that movie is, the Scottish movie with the blue face. Uh, he says that's Braveheart? Him. Yeah, Braveheart. That's him and uh, Seth uh, against all the Barkley lover onslaught. Oh, so Sean's anti-Saquon, Is, is it too. an onslaught? Sean's anti-Saquon, too. <laughs> oh my goodness. Good Lord. Uh, Landry Locker, John Lopez, Figgy Fig with you. By the way, I'm looking at uh, – I decided to go back because – Seth said, uh, "You know, I was in the. I've been in this league since 1997. Mm-hmm. Go back to 1997. Oh this, goodness! This is an article from the AP. <laughs> um, the Detroit News and Detroit Free Press reported that Barry Sanders has agreed to a 34.56 million dollar contract that averages slightly more than 5.7 million a season. Troy Aikman had previously been the highest paid oh, wow. player in the NFL, but oh, it's wow. now Barry Sanders. So." I think the league's changed a little, a bit. little bit. Maybe, maybe, maybe that explains why he's so scared of Saquon Barkley. Maybe old Seth is stuck in 1997. <laughs> Lord. Coming up next, when it comes to the Saquon Barkley thing, C.J. Straub oh. appears to be on one side of things. We'll tell you what side that is next. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. 
Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Live from the Twin Peaks studios, Sports Radio 610 presents In the Loop with John Lopez and Landry Locker. 20 minutes, D'Amico Ryan's live. He's going to end his silence. I've missed hearing D'Amico's voice. I know. I know you're more of a Cully, Lovey Smith type, but I I like hearing D'Amico speak, so I'm The most important thing about football is the football. There you go. I'm excited for this, man. Very excited. We got to go three and out and punt it. We're good. That's John Lopez's uh, spirit Absolutely, animal when it comes uh, to pigskin. Ridiculous drive-by for no reason whatsoever. So, Saquon Barkley, he's become kind of a polarizing uh, figure uh, around here. Um, this uh, this is Aaron Wilson of KPRC2. Uh, this is his report that uh, Saquon and C.J. Stroud apparently been communicating a little bit this offseason. Saquon Barkley... It, not, it goes beyond him following guys on social media and hitting like on Paul Wall's come to Houston tweet. It's a case of him communicating with top players, including C.J. Stroud, yep. about a desire to play here. It is mutual, but they are keeping their options open at running back, and that includes the possibility of bringing back Devin Singletary. It's not Saquon Barkley or a bust for the Texans, but it's something I believe they'll explore. All right, so there you go. They they've been uh, they've been talking. So we'll see where this goes. It's just, it's astonishing. You just heard Cody Stutz that he said that the projections could be even less. Which what, what are we talking about? We're talking about seven million. A that year would be wild. Saquon. Yeah, like, that was just say- kind of an interesting little tidbit. Yeah, what there. are we saying? Like yeah. right, like three forty one is like the max. I think what Jonathan Taylor got with the Colts. Mm-hmm. Like that would be, you know, probably too much for a lot of people. But yeah. that. The Saquon thing is interesting. I think Payne and Pendergast have established themselves, and Sean Sean's kind of confirmed it with the tweet. Yeah, they don't want Saquon. They're dug in. They're dug in on mm-hmm. no thank you for Saquon. Whether it's Henry, whether it's Jacobs, that's where they're at. CJ appears to be. I don't know what he's doing. Well, let me ask you about that. You and Figgy both, because I'm I'm the one that just yesterday was saying, ah, you know, these guys do that on social media. I don't really put much stock into it, et cetera. Now, I don't know Aaron's report. I mean, he didn't really reference like if who, you know, a source told him. He just kind of re- you know made it as fact. So I don't know. Uh, what the hell are you saying? How v- valid uh, the report is? If it's just something he's heard, that's what I'm getting at. Whether it's something he's heard or something that he's reporting, because it was kind of vague there. But let's assume that it is more than social media. Okay. Let me ask you both this, because I, I, as I said, if it's social media, I kind of roll my eyes and everybody does that. If he's had discussions or text exchanges with Saquon Barkley and vice versa, yeah. 
Is there a little Tank Dell action going on here? What do you mean, where he wants his guy? And Remember, he, he wanted. Guy? We, I didn't buy it then, but apparently, you know, they talked about it, and I don't know how important it was. They liked each other, but I'm saying even with Nick has referenced it. Nick yeah. Casario's referenced it. Now I don't know how important it was ultimately in in in, in getting Tank Dell, but if he's texting with him, is that make it different? Is that a different kind of like? I guess interest that 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 CJ has in in him and vice versa than just exchanging social media. Why would you not be interested in him? That's what I don't well, get. That like too. with what, with what yeah. the market is, and 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 this was Seth. Uh, this was Seth earlier today, um, and this was kind of a reference to the notion of signing Saquon Barkley and Mike Evans. Uh, this was Seth uh, talking about that type of mindset. I've been in the damn league since 1997. I've seen it over and over and over and over again. You can't just go out and pluck everything you want off the shelf and have it turn out well in the end. Mm-hmm. Over aggressive spending, the bill does come due at some point. To me, I think the main difference between you and I and uh, for sure Lopez and I think probably probably Clint also is where we want to spend the money. Like I'd rather spend the money on defense. Yeah. No, no, no. It, yeah, it's being characterized as that um, – like my objection to the Mike Evans and Saquon Barkley is that I think it's stupid money. Mm-hmm. I think that's a stupid spend. I would love to spend more aggressively on the places where there are actually no human beings right now. That's a good call. Uh, that's where I'd love to spend aggressively. Yeah. Yeah. I know Ron thinks that we can spend aggressively um, right up to the hill on every single position because there's nothing we can do that will hurt us in the future. But that's actually not the way it actually works. They don't have a running back. They don't have a running like, back. Like no human beings. They, they don't have a running back. Mm-hmm. They don't. They had Damian Pierce is their only running back, and I, I know he mentioned 1997. 1997. I just I just read an article from the Detroit Free Pet Press. Uh, Barry Sanders became the highest paid running back. It's not the case anymore. Yeah, like running backs are nowhere. Highest paid player. Yeah, highest paid player in the NFL. Yeah. That that doesn't happen anymore. So it's not it's not the it's not the same. But the, but they definitely they definitely don't have a, a running back. They have Damian Pierce. Well, and the other thing is, and I'm you you want defense. I want offense. Others want offense. I'm not going to argue that. What I will argue is this. I think it's less aggressive uh, to spend that money on the offensive side at running back and wide receiver. He says if he's going to be aggressive, he wants to do on the defense. Well, as we mentioned earlier, that that's, that's it's a, a longer, higher level of aggression. It's a higher level of aggression. It's more money, and it's longer-term deal. And then there's this. I want people I, – I, I, I want them to fill the roster. Yeah. They're going to fill the roster. They're going to find players that are yeah. good. Let's just throw that or out. better let's than good. Let's just get past. Like that. he said, I I, I want that, to let's sign get past that though. Where they don't have people. Well, they're 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 not gonna start the season and say, well, don't have any cornerbacks. Yeah, you know, I, it, it, you're, they're going to fill the roster. It's going to be filled. They're, what I'm saying is, <laughs> upper end game changing players. You can like defense. I like offense. Yeah, and, and it's, you know, Saquon's injured. Uh, I, B. Blake on YouTube says, I'm shocked how many people want the Texans to sign Barkley outside of the numerous failures regarding signing free agent running backs across the NFL. G- give me some examples there, bud. Like, yeah. that's like the, the various examples of uh, failed sign. Are we going back to Mon Green? No. Like, is that where we're going? Look, let, let, hold on. <laughs> okay. There's no position in the NFL that has changed more in recent years than the running back position. It's changed. Yeah. So, 
Let's quit going back in time and talking about this running back, this, and this contract, that. Give me the examples because I think they're so undervalued that you can you can get running backs for for cheap. Mm-hmm. Like you're you're not giving Saquon Barkley over three years. I don't think it, it's it, and the impact that he makes at his best. Like Christian McCaffrey, the impact he's making on the 49ers, it's the reason they've been where they where they've been the last two years. Mm-hmm. He allows Brock Purdy to do his thing. Yeah. So like when we if we're gonna sit here and we're gonna talk about you know th- these historic examples and this has happened, just. Tell me, like, give me an, give me these examples that you speak of, and tell me how the running back position was the same then as it is now. Because it's not; it's mm-hmm. changed big time. Look at the draft in 1997. Health ten years ago, like a like a Saquon Barkley on the market or whatever, the Giants might have already locked him up. Uh, right. And look at the draft where running backs were prioritized uh, in years past and where they're prioritized now. Uh, it's just not the same. But again, that that's neither here nor there in terms of like this aggressive spending. Uh, I I just aggressive spending. Yes, I would love Patrick Queen. I would love Christian Wilkins. Um, but that's also a defense, and I think Seth and and Sean both uh, would agree with this. The Texans have done more with less on the defensive side of the ball by far than they've done maybe ever. Like players have played as well or better than ever. So, yes, I want a superstar player, but that's not necessarily something that is like, I got to have. You know, I got to have that on the defensive side. And now we're just naming, we're just naming guys, and, and it's out of nowhere. Melvin Gordon? Melvin, Melvin Gordon's never made over $5 mil, like $6 million a season. Like, the, the, the guy got franchise tagged. Miles Sanders? Yeah, the Panthers gave him a four-year deal. They're dumb. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're idiots. That's not Saquon Barkley. So... It's not it's not the same. Like the running back positions, it's completely different. Mm-hmm. If you don't like Saquon, you don't like Saquon. That's fine. That's fine. I I, mm-hmm. I can understand that. You mm-hmm. don't like Quan. Yeah. That's cool. A lot of a lot of people like different guys. I think the case by Seth has been laid out very nicely with Derrick Henry. Mm-hmm. It's been laid out good. Yeah, and that's, the that's back, one by the way he would prefer. But but you can like we can compare like bad free agency and good free agency, but the, the, the I don't think there's a position in sports in sports from the time period that is being referenced in the nineties mm-hmm. um, to now that has changed more than the running back position. Yeah, at all? No, there's not running back. I mean, I mean, maybe receivers are even higher valued, mm-hmm. but it's kind of gone the opposite with the with the running backs. Right. You can look at free agent signings. You can look at the draft. Uh, you can look at salaries. You can look at length of contracts. You can look at players that have been cut. Um, you know, uh, earlier in their career than they than they they would have thought. All of it has changed with the running back position. But there are players, like everybody's going to go to the outlier. Well, what about so-and-so, Melvin Gordon and all that? We get it. Like, it's not a, it's not an exact science. You know what? It's not an exact science on the defensive side either. You know, it's not an exact science with, with all these players that you're talking about, whether it's Christian Wilkins, Patrick Green, or whomever. And now Saquon Barkley somehow some some sort of injury-prone guy. This is this is back on the YouTube. B. Bake, I appreciate you for coming through. I'm not trying to pick on you. I just think you you're, you you are a symbol of of, of the silliness that has developed You're part of the problem. Backs. No, he is the face of the problem. The epitome? In this. He, he's the epitome. <laughs> because now it's, well, Saquon Barkley, uh, he's injury prone. Why? Because he missed, because he, he, he had one season-ending injury four years ago. He's missed eight games in the last three years. Yeah. He's been going behind one of the worst offensive lines in the NFL and one of the worst quarterback situations. Okay, his coach, his coach was an absolute disaster three years ago. He's missed eight games. That's how many Tank Dell missed last year. Nico Collins has missed 13 in that same stretch the last three years since since he had this season-ending injury. 
Like running backs just get crapped on, man. Yeah. Like if 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 you miss on a running back in the first round, that's why you don't draft a running back. We completely ignore the fact that sixty percent of NFL first round picks are busts. Oh, the Chiefs. That's why you don't draft a, a running back in the first round with Clyde Edwards-Alaire. Well, what if they would have taken Jonathan Taylor? Yeah. Would you be saying that? The way we talk about running backs is crazy. It's like it, they're, they're so undervalued that it's that that it's just like a huge opportunity. I'm all about it, man. Get in that market. Figure it out. There's a there's just a there's a double standard there that that people have um, when when they're talking about running backs and it's. It's and, silly. and where they are in their careers and how they can bounce back, uh, et cetera. I mean, Shaw referenced it, and I actually looked it up. Christian McCaffrey has missed more games than Saquon Barkley the last three years. I think they're okay with Christian McCaffrey. He went a two-year stretch where he, where he played in three games and seven games, and then he, he bounced back when he went to San Francisco. Like you, you, there are outliers, but they're also they're not that, getting like, paid what they used to, and that too. Like the like yes, the league caught up. The league the league caught up, and they are not paying running backs what they used to. That's smart business, but now because of that, they're valued. Yeah. So don't so quit using these dated references of hey you can find guys late and then let someone else pay them. They're not getting paid the same. Mm-hmm. The price has dropped. A guy like Saquon Barkley is out there. The price is lower. The, the Colts decided to, to pay Jonathan Taylor three years, $41 million. The price has dropped. So you're, compar- you're comparing a past philosophy, which the right philosophy was developed, but because that philosophy was developed, now these guys are cheaper. It's not, it's not difficult. That's One, why they had that Zoom meeting. It's not difficult. One more thing. They're becoming available earlier in their career, too, because they've been devalued. And because they, 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 some, some tend to hit a wall, a lot of it hit a wall, uh, they actually become available at a cheaper rate earlier in their career. Like, that's why it's the smart money for me. Let's hear from D'Amico. Let's go live to the NFL Combine. We'll talk to uh, D'Amico Ryans next. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 